0: Welcome to Get Uncomfortable with Dakota and Shea, the podcast where we discuss why we enjoy seeking out challenges and how this stimulates personal and professional growth. The goal of this podcast is to help you learn to welcome adversity into your daily routine. Through discussion, we want to show you how seeking out challenges will help you grow in all areas of your life. We plan to cover topics such as surrounding yourself with the right people, the importance of physical exertion, learning new and difficult skills, and many others. We hope you enjoy the show. All right, what's up, everybody? Uh, We are doing a little series here called uh, Limiting Factors. So the most common factors that I see people struggle with when it comes to nutrition coaching, uh, exercise activity, lifestyle in general. Um, so we're going to go through and just break down some of the most common ones that I see. What we're going to talk about this time is, uh, food choices. So this is a really common issue for most people. Um, as I'm sure you are aware, we do have a high percentage of the population of the United States specifically, uh, either obese or at least overweight. Um, and we have tons of chronic health diseases that go along with that. So we are trying to, uh, uncover what the limiting factors are and what you can do to improve your chances to make better decisions on a regular basis. So, today's, we're going to talk about too many processed foods. So, the problem is with society, the problem and the benefit, I guess. Today, we don't have to grow, hunt, or harvest any of our own food. It is easily available on the shelf, it is ready to go, it's shelf stable, it will last a long time, and it's very very widely available. It's very easy to get a lot of processed food. Um, I can't remember where I heard this, and it might be off a little bit, but I heard something like 50 years ago, 50% of the food that's in the grocery store didn't exist. It's been created in a a laboratory or in in an environment where it's an artificially processed, stored, packaged food. So that makes it really hard to avoid those foods. They are very prevalent in our society today. So... We can just go to the store, we can go to the drive-thru, we can just grab all of this food, and the problem with that is most of the processed foods today do nothing to improve our health. Uh, I mean, if you want to look at it from, like, uh, your blood work standpoint, you know, you're going to have not optimal blood results when you get a blood test, but... Um, Aesthetically, we're going to be overweight. We're not going to feel good. We're not going to have clear, healthy skin. Uh, we're going to have a lot of inflammation in the gut. We're going to have uh, pain in the joints, all sorts of things. Your mood can be affected by all of this stuff. So that's an issue. And not addressing that and just continually moving along the path, eating those processed foods all the time, is not ideal. So here's what you can do to make better food decisions. Now, uh, the first one's called dietary displacement. So, when I use this with my daughter actually a lot because she loves fruit snacks, she loves goldfish, she loves crackers and and processed applesauce and all of that stuff. And of course, if you give them that stuff first, like this is why you don't give kids candy to start off a meal and then say, okay, uh, have all the candy you want and then we're going to eat the broccoli. You start with the broccoli. So, same thing for adults, same thing for us making decisions. If you fill up on the good stuff first, there's typically less room and you'll have less craving for the bad stuff. So, like, let's say you have a 3 p.m. brownie every day. You're like, I'm going to have a cookie or a brownie or a pop or something. Uh, eat a large piece of fruit first and then see if you still want that brownie. And if it feels like the right thing to do, do it. That's fine. But you're giving yourself at least a fighting chance by displacing the room in your stomach with good food and nutritious food, unprocessed food, versus only having the processed junk uh, solely and having more of it. Because a lot of these foods are designed to make you overeat it. They're very satiating. They're very palatable. They taste really good. They have a lot of sweet flavorings and colors and things that like set off our biology to keep eating it and not put it down. So if you can fill up on the good stuff first, you are, in my opinion, less likely to eat as much of the bad stuff so fill up on the good stuff first make sure you have uh, a salad with some cut up vegetables before you get into the main course if you typically overeat on your main course have a salad first that will help uh, make you feel satiated and you're going to be getting all of the nutrition from the unprocessed foods the next one is healthy substitution Um, so something that I like to do and that I've been doing for a long time is like when you are cooking or if you're putting toppings on tacos or something like sour cream, a good alternative to sour cream, in my opinion, would be Greek yogurt, plain Greek yogurt. Uh, It tastes very similar, but it's got way more protein. It's got some probiotics in it because it's, it's live and active cultures in yogurt. So substituting the sour cream for Greek yogurt is a really easy one that a lot of people uh, also like to do. That's just one example. I'm not necessarily saying just sour cream, but anything that you can find that would be uh, a substitution. So instead of having maybe some crackers in the morning or some cereal, finding a cereal that would be better. Uh, One option that I would like like versus just the traditional like Lucky Charms or Captain Crunch or something like that, uh, there's a company called Magic Spoon. Um, I love them. They're very high protein cereal. They have almost no carbohydrates in there. So it's a good alternative and they still taste good. That would be a healthy substitution for your normal cereal Um, instead of having like uh, Belvita crackers or having like a breakfast burrito from McDonald's or something. Get a protein bar or have a protein shake instead with some fruit in it or have some pieces of fruit and a protein shake, that's a healthy substitution. You are changing something that would be less ideal for something that is slightly more ideal, that has more nutrition and will help you improve your health over the long run. Um, The next thing, the way to think about this would be, it's called moving along the continuum. So understanding that you may not have been making the perfect choices, you may not be making the best choices, but what's one simple thing you could do that would be a little bit better? Instead of getting the large fries, you get the small fries, slightly better. Instead of having uh, fast food four days a week, you have it two times a week. Instead of having a cookie every time before you go to bed, you have uh, one cookie three times a week, right? Instead of five, six, seven times a week, you do it three times a week. Something that is just slightly better on the continuum and understanding that those choices are not necessarily uh, good or bad, what's one that is slightly better? So moving along the continuum and being able to move in the direction that gets you closer to your goals Um, the other one this is a big one noticing behavior patterns this is something most people don't think about when it comes to eating and exercise Uh, When you're really, really stressed, maybe that's when you notice you go off the rails with nutrition. You're drinking your pop again. You're eating uh, sweets all the time. You're craving carbohydrates, which there's nothing wrong with carbohydrates, but you overeat when you're stressed or when you're tired or when you're traveling. You tend to make terrible decisions when you travel, and if you have to travel for work all the time, that's going to add up to be a big issue. So just start to be a little bit more mindful and recognize your behavior patterns so you can set up some fail-safes against those times when you know if you know you're you're moving and it's going to be super stressful and you're not going to have access to your kitchen and that's when you lose lose it when you have a stressful life event going on what are some simple things that you can do to somewhat mitigate your tendency to go eat uh, less than ideal things Maybe it's having some beef jerky around. Maybe it's having a bunch of fresh fruit. Maybe it's having protein bars or protein shakes ready to go. Um, Maybe it's cutting up all of your vegetables beforehand so you can just throw them in the pan with the eggs in the morning and you're ready to go. You don't have to get everything out. Cut it, wash it, get it ready to go. It's just already done, and you know that, that you have a stressful time in your life coming up. You're able to mitigate the effects of that just a little bit. So when you notice your behavior patterns, you can mitigate against those Uh, I guess we'll call them negative behaviors or adaptations to the situation. So being able to do that is really important as well. All of those things are important and you don't have to do them all. Find something that works for you. That's the key. We're not all the same. Our lives are not structured the same. We don't have the same preferences. We don't have the same schedule. Some people like rigidity. Some people like flexibility. Find something that works for you or if you know a specific thing that you're struggling with, use any one of these strategies to start to make slightly better decisions. So we'll just recap them real quick. So the first one, dietary displacement. So fill up on the good stuff before you fill up on the bad stuff. The second one is healthy substitution. So anytime you can find something that's uh, less processed, has more nutrition in it than whatever the original choice was, that's the move. Um, Understanding that these choices, you're moving along the continuum of trying to get better. We're not trying to be perfect. We're trying to be consistent for longer. So that's moving along the continuum and then noticing your behavior patterns. Once you can cue into those, you're able to make better decisions because you know yourself a little bit more and you know what you're going to tend to do. So I hope that that was beneficial to you. I hope you find some value in it. If you did, tag somebody in this video, share it with them, send it to them. uh, Let them know what you think. The other thing is if you would like more in-depth help and to work with a coach, me as your coach, uh, head on over to enlightenedathlete.com. Or you can shoot us an email, which you can find on the website as well, and enter in your information that you would like to get rolling with the Enlightened Athlete Protocol or see what it's about. So that could be uh, remote nutrition coaching. We have nutrition coaching along with workouts. We have Just Workouts, if you'd like to get some of that stuff going as well. Um, But we focus on the lifestyle and simple lifestyle changes that we can make that will move you along the continuum towards your ultimate goal, whatever that is. And I know that that looks different for everybody. So that's what we're here to help you identify, to set realistic expectations and goals and how to move your decision-making processes towards getting you to your goal. Uh, So that is the Enlightened Athlete Protocol. Head on over to enlightenedathlete.com and let us know if you're interested. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.